Sorry, I'm just pulling something up, and then I'm going to do the fucking levels like you never heard. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Um, yeah, and then also laughing. Laughing can come back. <laughs> so, like, a good laugh would be like, ho, ho. <laughs> Capital Jape, milady. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but otherwise just kind of, is that where you're chilling? This is where I'm going to chill. This is it. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Should I move forward? No, you don't. You, that's great. Okay, great. I think we're ready to go if you're ready to go. I'm ready to go. Ready? Ready. Hello. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you look flames uh, on the sides of my face. This is definitely anger laughter. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Let's try it again, I guess. Here we go. Hey, I'm Liza. And I'm Mike. We're a married couple with too many DVDs. 1,321 to be exact. Look, physical media is great. But we definitely don't need 1,321 DVDs. No, we don't. So we started this podcast where every other week we choose two movies to watch and discuss. And when we're done, we can only keep one. This, this is DVD, DVD Deathmatch. Death Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, fantastic. How yeah. are you? Good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sydney, our five-year-old, has started doing this thing where you say, like, how was your day? And she sticks her thumb out horizontally. Yeah, like and sideways. Says, and says, middle. Middle. I mean, or like, you know. You how, ask her how anything is. Middle. Right. I got a thumbs up on how school was today. Oh, I thumbs love up. that. I love that. But, um, but so that's how, you know. Middle. 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 I love Fun. it. Um. That's how I'm doing. Yeah. We're back. We we We're didn't back. miss Oof. two weeks. I thought it was one week. And then no, it was, no, it was two, two weeks. It was two weeks of just us getting to, I don't know, because here's the thing. If we haven't recorded by Tuesday, then I can't edit it on Wednesday for a Thursday release. So it was just two weeks of us getting to Tuesday and being like, we have not watched the, either one of these films. Right. Um, and I want to say. What do you want to say? We'll get to whether we like these movies, I think. You know, regardless of whether we of their quality and whether we enjoy them, we will get to that. That's what the podcast is like. It's it's a real come down from horror month. Yeah. I really enjoy watching horror movies. I know. I, I mean, enjoy only got watching two episodes. I know. Of I enjoy them. watching horror movies with you most of all. Yeah, it's my probably my favorite thing. One of the top five things in the world to do. Oh, and so. The prospect of like just watching some dumb old movie with you <laughs> after getting to watch like The Strangers and American Werewolf and yeah. all these great movies yeah. and these great horror movies and then just being like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll just watch like a normal movie where no one <laughs> gets like decapitated by a psychopath or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I just didn't ever feel like watching them. Yeah, I think that was definitely part of it. I mean, part of it was just we we didn't watch them. We got super to make, busy, too. Try, was... Not trying to make excuses. But um, <laughs> but uh, I think that was definitely part of it. It's the, kind of the end of the end of the theme month. And 
we, you know, we had a Halloween party that was super fun, but it took a lot out of us. So, um, you know, getting, getting back into the swing of things here, but we're, we're here, we're swinging. But it made me, but it made me think (laughs) we're not, not that kind of swinging, not that kind of Halloween party. Um, (laughs) but uh (laughs) it was a key party um Um, it made me think and i don't don't, i'm not actually pitching this mm -hmm. but i was like like i was like i just should we just do a horror movie podcast but like because like that's what i enjoy okay i mean i enjoy the this podcast i enjoy watching all our old movies it's fun yeah it's practical well i mean (laughs) here's the thing here's the thing no, we shouldn't do a horror movie right, podcast. But right. the thing to keep in mind is, one, listen, we, we tried a new format with this, you know, like, mini sewed thing. And we're continuing with mini sews. But maybe if we're still around next Halloween, maybe Halloween, October is just bam, bam, bam Power for through. for Halloween episodes. Yeah. Um, Eight and, movies total. Right. And also, like, those horror movies are still in... The, the collection. List. That's They'll true. still We're come gonna up. get to horror movies, right? So you know. All right, all right. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, not to mention there are lots of uh, good movies that aren't horror movies yeah. that we're gonna watch and enjoy and talk about. Speaking of, let's do rapid fire. It's been a minute. Oh. Can we do rapid fire like stuff we've watched recently? Yeah, although okay? you might have to uh, do the firing because I can't remember anything. I have the list. My brain is mush. Me. I'm gonna keep this quick because who cares. But our listeners care. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Um, <laughs> but just a couple quick for, for you have not been watching, but I've been watching Andor. You have, and you you are singing its praises, and in oh, such I a way that it. I'm like, I should probably watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it with you. I love it. Okay. I can't get enough. I love that. It's what Heartstopper was to you, oh, Andor is to me. This last episode, we just past episode 10 and mm-hmm. I don't want to hype it up too much for people <laughs> but I was like getting fucking emotional <laughs> I'm like I'm watching it in bed next to you you have headphones on uh-huh. you're watching something else uh-huh. probably TikTok probably TikTok and I'm watching and or like next to you in bed I'm like about to start crying <laughs> about like a Star Wars show <laughs> like it was like goofy it was goofy so Andor is great we watched. We finally watched everything everywhere all at once. We did, which is, great. Which is so great. It was. I'm. I am happy to report that it mm. that it mostly lived up to the hype. I yeah. think it got super super hyped. Yes. But in this weird way, where it was like fifty percent of people were like, "It is the best movie I've ever seen," and fifty percent of people were like, "That was garbage. I didn't understand it at all." Oh. Um. And I was only getting the first half. Oh, really? Um, I was getting a lot of like, I didn't get it. And I was like, but those people who were saying I didn't get it, I was like, okay, but I, you know what I mean? Like, not like, not like, oh, they're stupid, but just like, okay, I see exactly what kind of movie this is going to be. Right. I heard I didn't get it from one specific person who (laughs) I don't trust on movies. (laughs) Um, But then I thought it was, I thought it was great. I don't know if it was the best movie I've ever seen, but I thought it was Really, really great and like innovative and new and uh, just like the performances are incredible and I was like sobbing at the end of it. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. It was so, so good. Thumbs up, not um, middle up. Not middle. Um, and then I tried to watch a bunch of the Universal horror movies. So like oh, Wolfman, yeah. Creatures from Black Lagoon, Dracula. Uh, you were watching Frankenstein. Frankenstein, Bride yeah. Frankenstein. Trying to get 
further into it, but I haven't yet. But anyway, those are all great. Mm-hmm. Can't recommend enough. Mm-hmm. Wolfman, I think, is not good. I'm going to say <laughs> Wolfman is not good. Okay. Lon Chaney is a great actor, but it's like he's huge. He's like a huge dude mm-hmm. and like has, he looks, he's like a, like a, like a doof. <laughs> like he, he comes off as a big doof. Yeah. And then his dad is played by Claude Rains, who's like this very, um, like a feat, uh, noble kind of looking guy. It's it's a mismatch, and it the whole movie doesn't work for me. <laughs> okay, that's me and the Wolfman. I love that. All right. Anyway, this has been a great episode. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> but speaking of movies that were overhyped, yeah, not overhyped, but were hyped up. Uh huh. We also watched Barbarian. We did. Which like was. Was definitely for me overhyped. Oh I yeah, say. absolutely overhyped. I, I mean, there were people who were saying like and this is the best horror film of 2022, and I was like, that is not true. Right. Oh. It. I think it might be one of those that works better when I watch it again. Not. Mm, I think we maybe. talked about this. Yeah. When not I'm trying not, to figure it out. Right. When I'm not, because it was so like no spoilers, everyone. Like yeah, this is all about. You're ne- you're never gonna know. You're never gonna expect what happens in this movie, right? And I guess I didn't expect it, but also like didn't but, quite like the movie was well made, and sure. it was and it had a thing it wanted to do, and it did it very well for yeah. what it wanted to do. Yeah. But I feel like my expectations and the like way that movie was built um, made it so that I was expecting a lot more from it. Right. It felt like the kind of thing where it was like the the twist of it, and I'm putting twist in quotes because I don't necessarily think that it's like a twist movie. Like it's not like an M. Night Shyamalan thing. No. But the the twist of it, I mean, maybe that's the issue, honestly, is that it, it wasn't it wasn't enough in the direction of malignant of just like absolutely batshit loo balls. Yeah. Um, concept wise and like where the story went. And it also wasn't like dun dun dun. Yeah. It's actually your sister. You know, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, so it just kind of sat floated in this middle ground where it was like, I don't know. And there were definitely parts of it where um it really like lost me. Like like wasn't holding my attention oh, okay. in a way that a horror movie typically does. Yeah. But then there were also moments where I was glued to it. Right. And right. and I think they did that on purpose. They did this kind of like yeah, exactly. ebb and flow. And that's really cool, except that there were moments where I was like really disconnected from it and like yeah. did not, I was like, all right, wrap it up. Let's go. You know? Yeah. I think I was, when my first watch was reacting more to the reaction to it mm. and people were like, this is going to blow your mind or whatever. And I, and like after it was over, I was like, have people not seen a movie before? Like <laughs> that's what movies are like. That's what a movie is. Right. They, y'all? They, like this was a good, this was a fine movie, but that's what a lot of movies are like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think I want to watch it again. But anyway, we, so we watched, Mal- not Malignant, Barbarian. Barbarian. Um, but there was so much that was good about it too. Like, there was, there was plenty that was amazing good. about Justin it. Justin Long was great. Uh, Bill Sarsgaard was great. Oh, the, I love him. The lead woman whose name I'm going to look up right now. It's bad that I don't know her. I know all the men names and I don't know the lady name. Wow. Georgina Campbell was great. Um, I thought, you know, and then like the way it built tension was so good. Was and so then good. It, and then what it does with that is so, is like uh, interesting. You know what I think? You know what I think it is for me, honestly, the, the, the kernel of what the horror tale is mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. I hear you. You know what I mean? 
I hear you. All right. Great. Well, this is but yeah, if about- it hadn't been hyped, if it hadn't been hyped up, I feel like I'd be like, oh yeah, that was fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But Look, it's not a podcast about barbarian. It's it's, it's not. not. We have it's a- not. And listen, I, like I'm gonna throw out a recommendation here uh, that's not even a movie. So get ready. Um, but it is a podcast, so I feel like it's okay. I have spent the past like probably two and a half weeks binging this podcast. And I found it because they popped up on my TikTok. Um, and it's Tony and Ryan, Tony and Ryan podcast. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this. And it's these two Australian people who are friends and just like kind of just like get on a podcast and shoot the shit for 30 minutes. But they like tell really inappropriate jokes. And the thing that they put on TikTok is they do this segment where it's like things you can say at the post office and also in the bedroom. And it's just like. It's so, it's one of those things where it's so, like, wholesome and lovely because it's just these two people who are really great friends Mm -hmm. and just, like, taking the piss, if you will, out of each other for 30 minutes and just, like, very, like, odd couple-y, like, you know, um, and... It just, like, reminds me of, like, me and one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I just, like, love it so much. Plus Australian accents. There <laughs> so, you go. Uh, can't recommend it enough. And I'm very sad that I have caught all the way up and I can't binge it anymore. That's a hot wreck. It's a hot wreck. That's a good wreck. A hot wreck. Screw this podcast. Go listen to another <laughs> podcast. That's what I'm doing right now. But whatever. <laughs> the last movie, to real quick, because it's time to get started. We will. Uh, no, it's okay. I, I will say... I have very little to say about both these movies. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's but fine. we'll get into why. Yeah. Um, but the last movie that we watched, we rewatched the other day, uh-huh. which I really like and I feel is very underrated, is Thoroughbreds. Oh, yeah. Which is like, we saw it in the theater when it came out. It's mm-hmm. with Anya Taylor-Joy and Olivia Cook, both of whom have since, are now two of like the bigger Big, stars yeah. in the world. Yeah. Olivia Cook is on House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. Anya Taylor-Joy. You know, she did the chess show and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, is she British or is she like I think Australian she's or Welsh or something? I think she's British. Let's let's do a quick click through of her. Because the other one is British. Stunning. Stunning. She's Stunnin. British. Yeah, she's British. Spagliato. <laughs> but With Prosecco. Okay, <laughs> but uh, that movie came out in 2017. It's like a pretty small movie. Yeah. Um, it's them and uh, Anton Yelchin, mm-hmm. who's so great, oh. and I know, oh. R.I.P. Oh. And it's like a thriller. It's kind of got some like Heather's DNA in it, but it's a lot different than that. Mm-hmm. And it's a thriller about these two girls, and a, and there's a murderer, and there's like all this. You know what I mean? It's it's really cool. It is really cool, and it's like short. And tight, mm-hmm. and like the performances are both really good. I think oh, good. like Olivia Cook is great in it. It's and it's just like it 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 doesn't. Uh, I don't know. I, and I also don't haven't heard a ton of people like talking Talk about, about it, it yeah. even in the years since when both of those actresses have become so big. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, hot wreck. Definitely hot wreck go watch it. It's really good. Really like that if you like thrillers or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, and it's yeah. not even like too scary necessarily. No, but it's got yeah, it's it's like thrillery. Yeah, yeah. thrillery. Yeah. Anyway, those are some things we've been watching and listening to. Yeah. Um, 
You know what we finally did, though? What did we finally do? We finally watched two movies. We really did. Yeah, we did. We watched Booksmart from 2019 and The Lion King from 1994. We're going to kick it off with Booksmart, as I said, from 2019, directed by Olivia Wilde, her directorial debut, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's only directed two movies, but hey. <laughs> um, uh, our IMDb summary is... On the eve of their high school graduation, two academic superstars and best friends realize they should have worked less and played more. Determined not to fall short of their peers, the girls try to cram four years of fun into one night. One crazy night. So we've already talked about this movie. We have briefly. On, we didn't talk too much briefly about it. Briefly on episode 70, mini so number two, episode 79.5. Sure. Uh, that came Mini, out. Mini so titled Liza's Top Five. Right. That came out on September 1st, 2022. <laughs> um, but we already talked about this movie and we talked about Olivia Wilde's next movie. Second movie, yeah. Second movie, Don't Worry Darling, Don't on our worry. last episode. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so if you listen to that, you've already heard some brief reactions. Right. To it Book is Smart. because it is in my top five films of all of time. Of all time. Cards on the table. I know. One of your favorite movies. I don't think I've rewatched it since we saw it in theaters. This is maybe the eighth time that I've watched it. <laughs> like, I love this movie. Yeah. That, and it was... Um, so we own it because we got it for free, though. We do, yeah. So it's, a, it's one of those screener things. I know. Um, that, we, that we destroyed after we watched it for awards purposes. Absolutely, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But so we're just going off memory right now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I watched it eight times in my mind. Great, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but uh, so we, we don't have like a crazy Blu-ray of it or anything like no. that. But that's why we own it. This is the first time I've seen it since. It's Beanie Feldstein. It's Caitlin Dever. Caitlin Dever, yes. Caitlin Dever. And they're two best friends. And I think we said this before, but it's like firmly in the one crazy night, super bad, dazed and confused, like can't hardly wait kind of. Yes, exactly. It is very. American graffiti. Yes. (laughs) You're like, stop saying movie names. It is very um, um, super bad, which feels. It's like annoying to say for me because okay. because of course you're gonna compare it to Superbad because of Beanie and her brother was in Superbad, um, and I want her to have her own career and have her sure, own thing. Yeah, yeah. But it truly is like a lot of people were saying it's like the girl Superbad, and right. it, it kind of is. <laughs> so it like it is <laughs> and it isn't, and I yeah. think that that's what's cool about it, and I think that's why it's like. It doesn't feel like an imitation of Superbad in any right. way. It feels like the same like sandbox playroom, playground, playbox mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that uh, playbox. Oh, that uh, Superbad was playing in. Yes, it's also playing in, but it doesn't feel like a ripoff of Superbad at all because no. the characters are different enough and the journeys are different enough. Like it has the two best friends who. Um, are codependent in some ways and maybe toxically so. Yeah. And then they, you know, go through this crazy night. They come together. They have a fight. They, you know, like all that mm-hmm. stuff, like whatever happens. But the characters are so distinct from the characters of Superbad. And also Superbad is so much about we're going to get laid. And yeah. there's some of that in Booksmart for sure. But it's yeah, not but really it's the like, point. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and, and honestly that the summary is pretty perfect. Um, but I just love, I love the concept right off the bat because mm-hmm. it's, it's these two characters who their whole thing, their entire personality is we studied and you guys fucked around and right. we're going to change the world. We're going to Yale. We're going to Africa to like, you know, do good work. And like, we're, we're academically perfect and we didn't party and you guys partied. And then they find out that everyone partied and is also going to Yale or Stanford or going to work for Google or right that. So that, yeah. And it does such a good job of painting the picture because they're not just like, Oh, we're nerds. Like that's not what it is. Yeah, exactly. I think is like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that's what it would have been like. Oh, these are nerds. And they'd have glasses. Right. Exactly. Take them off, go to the prom. And it's not pretty all along. Right. It's not that they're nerds. It's that they're like 2020s or 2019, I guess. Mm hmm. Like, kind of that, uh, what's the word? Like, kind of that commercially palatable feminism thing that's, mm, like, girl yeah. bossy and, yeah. like, you know, I think the second shot or third shot of the movie is, like, her, you know, when it's going around her room to establish who she is, is, like, a shot of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. And, you know, they've got all these, like, her... Bumper stickers are all Elizabeth Warren and nasty woman and all this mm. stuff. And it's like, you know, and she's, I'm going to Yale. I'm going to become a Supreme Court justice. Like, oh, that's Beanie's character. And yeah. it's kind of so effective at painting the picture of what that looks like now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without kind of, like, it feels very, I mean, the movie feels, I wouldn't say it feels dated already at all. Because no. that stuff still, I mean, it feels, the only reason it feels dated at all is because, like, I just so associate this movie with right before the pandemic. Yeah. Like, yeah. 2019. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, but not that like, if you made it today, I don't think it would be like, Oh, like you have to change. All right. Stuff, yeah. I mean, it is interesting to think about how Beanie's character would deal, would be a person who was like obsessed with masks. And you know what I mean? Oh, just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like correctly. So, but also yeah. annoying about it. And you know what I mean? Yeah. All that stuff. So yeah. it's like kind of this, like, Interesting. I, I don't know. I just think the movie's really effective. And then to get to your point, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> just that the that turn. I remember watching the movie, and that turn happens where she's in the that scene in the bathroom. Yeah. Early on, where she hears a bunch of like stoner jock, whatever, like the a sto- bunch of these party people. Yeah, these party yeah. kids. These kids who she thinks she's better than. Right. Um making fun of her in the bathroom while she's in the stall. Mm-hmm. And she comes out and she gives the big speech about like, I'm going to Yale. I'm going to make something of myself. You guys aren't. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. And she's walking out and the girl who was just making fun of her and who has a reputation for like giving blowjobs and stuff. Right. Is like, I'm also going to Yale by the way. Yeah. Like, like see you next year. Right. Exactly. And then the one, the other, the stoner kid is going to Stanford and the other stoner kid is got recruited by Google. And yeah. like, I remember that happening in the theater and being like, oh, that's like so fucking smart. Yeah. As a, and it's kind of like what 22, 20, sorry, 21 Jump Street did too of like making the, the nerds, or sorry, the popular kids. Wait, what was it? It was like Channing Tatum was popular when he was a student. And so he comes back doing the same thing. And it's like, that's not a thing anymore. Right. And the, in the, the bullies or the kind of the antagonists in 21 jump street were yeah. like the kids who were concerned with like, 
environmental stuff. It's, it was like kind of, it just was kind of like a mixing up of all the cliches and tropes in such a way that is felt very real. Yeah, like you know a, I mean? yeah, like, exactly. Like there's it feels good, very good real. Good and bad people on all sides of everything. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and. So, I mean, not, anyway, you get what I'm saying. I don't mean to say, like, there's not. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> there's not good Nazis, is what I, no, that's not oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, good. But you know what I mean? It's not yeah. as simple as the jocks are bad and that, whatever. Exactly. Like, that That trope is very outdated in general. And this m- movie, like, does that even one better and is, like, really, that's such an interesting, like, fun kind of way in. Yeah. To this, we have to have a crazy night. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That was the longest fucking agreeing <laughs> with you that has ever happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it's great. The performances are great. Another thing I love about uh, kind of this whole, you know, taking this nerd trope and being like, no, that's not what it is, is um, we have another case of a lead character, specifically a woman, being not the typical body type. Yeah. And there's nary a mention of it. When it's they're not making the point at all, when they're yeah. making fun of her in the bathroom, it's basically the one guy saying like like, "Oh, I would sleep with her, but I'd have to put a bag over her personality." Right. Um and I mean like, you know, that's not great. You shouldn't say that. That's mean. But <laughs> he's right. Like she's she's overbearing and annoying as hell. And right. that's, you know what I mean? Um and and I just, and there's at no point, there's, that's not true. There's one point where she starts to say something because we find out that she has a crush on this guy. Mm. And that's why she's so hellbent. Like, so they try to go to this party and they keep, you know, getting misadventures. They can't get the address. One they end up at another night. party and blah, blah, blah. And, but the beating character is hellbent on getting this party. And, and we suddenly realize that it's because she has a crush on this guy. And, Beanie starts to say something about, like, oh, I'm not the kind of girl that he goes for. And Caitlin Dever slaps her. Yeah. And is like, don't you ever talk about my friend like that ever again. He would be so lucky to have you, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, I love it so much. The two of them do such a great job. And, you know, there's all the, like, trivia about how, like, Olivia Wilde encouraged them to live together. And they wound up living together for, like, longer than they needed to. And they're, you know, good friends in real life. Who knows how much of that is for show and whatever. But the performances would suggest that they really did get to know each other because their their chemistry is, like, amazing together. Yeah, I mean, Beanie Feldstein I had seen in Lady Bird, I guess, but I didn't really, hadn't seen right. her much. Yeah. But Caitlin Dever I'd never seen before. This might be her first I thing. think this is the first thing I saw her. It's, yeah. I don't, it's not her first. She's, like, one of those people, I think, that's been working forever. Yeah, but right. this is the first thing that you, like, saw her in or noticed her in. Right, probably the first thing to notice her in. And she's, like... I mean, she's like so good in this. So good, and, I love her. Yeah, and and so like subtle in a lot of ways. Yeah, like her performance, like she, it's not a flashy performance, but she's just so, she's just really good. I'm, yeah, I'm like I was re- really quite taken with her performance. She's the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, and this is going to be true of our next movie too. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't have a ton of notes because it's a extremely fucking watchable movie. Right. Like it moves, it has like jokes, 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 jokes. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. oh, that's what Caitlin Dever was in. She was in the Tim Allen show. That's like 
uh, Last Man Standing, oh, his, like, yeah. ABC show. She was, yeah, like, the yeah, daughter yeah. on that. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, anyway, so I knew she had, like, had some mm-hmm. big thing before. Anyway, um, but the movie is so, like, I just found myself just watching it because I hadn't seen it since we watched it. It's extremely watchable. It's, like, very just well kind of put together. Like, Olivia Wilde nails it. At every turn, like all of the cast is these people who, in in the three years since this movie came out, have gone on to do cool things because they were all so good in this and so well cast. Right, in this. exactly. The guy who plays Jared is oh one my of my God. favorite. He breaks my fucking. He's heart. so good. It's, I love him. I don't know how you say his last name, but it's Skyler Gizondo. Gazondo. Oh know. yeah, yeah. But he's on Righteous Gemstones too, and, and oh, he's yeah. so funny in this as like he's a rich kid. Who is just like trying too hard? Yeah, he's like trying so. It's like it's like he's a rich kid and he does all this dumb shit, but he just he literally just wants friends. He just yeah. wants someone to be friends with him. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and he's so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's and, really great. Uh, you know, there's it's like it's just in a, a very, very watchable movie, and I think the th- it like. It plays into a couple things that you and I like talk about all the time, mm-hmm. which is that we, you and I, are like rule followers. Yeah, like we are. Oh my god, we are like following the rules. We make this joke all the time <laughs> when like someone cuts us off in traffic or like whatever. We do this joke together. <laughs> that's like we're very cool. Well, that's like that's like getting stupidly angry. Yeah, and saying like that person isn't following the, the rules <laughs> or yeah and it's like because i think whenever someone whenever you and we you and i will like go out of our way to not to just like do the thing that was asked of us right or to submit the form that we have to submit in order to do the thing right but if someone there's you know people there's we know people like this who like don't do that shit and right. wander through life. Right. We get to the airport three hours early. Right. And we then, get to the airport three hours we early. We never miss a flight. And our friend gets to the airport 30 minutes ahead of time, also never misses a flight. Right. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. And it's like, <laughs> but what this, what's so cool about this movie is that it's like, yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you're an idiot. Why are you getting to the airport three hours ahead? You know what I mean? Like that's, For your two hour flight. Right. Exactly. And like, that's yeah. that's what I think is is so great about the movie is that it's yeah. like, you know, it, it has empathy for all these people. Like, yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, the cast. Sorry, circling yeah. back to the cast. So you've got Beanie Feldstein, who is Jonah Hill's sister. Right. This mm-hmm. cast is packed with people who are related to other people. Yeah. Um, including Billy Lord, who is Carrie Fisher's daughter, and does an incredible job. She is so funny. She plays this kind of like hippie kind of like off the wall like on drugs kid who's best friends with Jared yeah. but she she her like running gag is that she just shows up at every place that the these two randomly wind up at yeah and she's just there before them and it's she's so funny she's she so really funny. funny in this yeah um and then the other one that you might not have known the kid who plays Nick oh he's in scream right yeah. Yeah. Who's he related to? Uh, I don't know. He's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. Really? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Isn't that I weird? I didn't know that. <laughs> um, um, 
Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. And then the guy, oh, I can't remember his name, but it's the theater geek. Oh, yeah. Let me find it while you talk. An incredible portrayal of theater geeks. Yeah. As someone who is a so theater funny. geek. Just, like, amped up to 11. I think he followed... What's his name in Dear Evan Hansen? Oh, yeah, he did. Noah Galvin? Noah Galvin, yeah. yeah. He's so funny in this. <laughs> like, he just, there's this part where they're singing karaoke, oh, yeah. and he's doing one of my karaoke songs, which is, uh, oh my God, You Ought to Know by yeah. Alanis Morissette. And when he does the <laughs> Go Down You in a Theater, first of all, he sings it like that, but he also deep throats the microphone and I like lost it. And again, I've seen this film several times, but I was like cry laughing. It's so funny. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He's very funny. The other scene that is like my favorite thing ever. So Jason Sudeikis is in this film because at the time he was with (laughs) Olivia Wilde. So obviously, and he plays the principal and, Obviously, we're spoiling Booksmart if you haven't seen Booksmart, but he shows up at one point in their crazy night because he's also an Uber driver. Right. So he like picks the picks them up. They get in the car and they're like, "What?" <laughs> um, and it's very awkward and exactly what you expect. Yeah, and such a funny like premise for a scene. Like, yeah, just really it's funny. so great and really smart. And then in the kind of section of the plot where. The girls are, it's not that they're trying to get laid per se, but Beanie Feldstein's character is in love with this guy who's hosting the party. And Caitlin Dever's character is a, a lesbian who came out two years ago, but hasn't even kissed a girl yet. Um, and so Beanie's like trying to encourage her. She has this crush on this girl, doesn't know if this girl is straight or gay. And it's this whole thing. And she's going to be at the party. And Caitlin Dever's character is like, I don't even know what I would do. Like, I don't know what to do. And Bean is like, well, we can do research basically by watching porn. Um, So they put porn on on her phone and they put headphones in in the back of this car. And then, of course, they need to plug their phone in to charge it. So they plug the phone in and then Principal goes, oh, I can play your music if you want to and plays the music and it plays the porn. And I just... You know that thing where you just like hide in your shirt because yeah. it's so cringy? Yeah. That I can't. It's so funny, but I'm so like, oh my God. <laughs> and like their reactions are so great. It is the funniest scene ever. <laughs> I love it so much. I the love it so sound much. Sound design on those noises is really funny. Oh my God. It's like, because it's like. It's absurd. It's crazy. Like it's cartoonish. <laughs> the the sounds, the sound yeah. effects, not like the moaning or anything. Like that. No, the sound, the sound effects. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's book smart. Oh wait, two negative points for yeah, book smart. I have a negative point too. One, there's no gag reel. <laughs> there's no gag reel. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, you know there is a gag reel. You know it's hilarious. Right. Give it to me now. Right. Two. Um. There's a vomit scene. Yeah. You got, I, I got, I got a dock at points for sure. a vomit scene. I okay. can't, you know, I can't do it. Great. You know, I hate it. Yeah. You know, I hate it. So minus points for a vomit scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, it's a fucking gem. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> What's your negative? My, this is like very stupid. Oh boy. And is my hobby horse. Not and like I, no gag reel and vomit scene. <laughs> but I do, watching it, I do feel... Like, I wish there was a voice in this movie for, like, it doesn't really matter if you go to an elite university. 
Oh, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, because that's, I don't think it fucking matters. Like, No, I it doesn't fucking matter. Like, obviously there's, like, nepotism and there's, like, there's, obviously, like, there's, there's benefits. Right. If you can say you went to Harvard or something. Because right, you, there are benefits. And because and it's privilege for, and it's whatever. Yeah, especially for specific careers, there are definitely benefits. Of course. Um, like, if you want to be on the Supreme Court, like, yeah. Yeah, you, and, <laughs> un, like, unfortunately, you have to go to one of two schools. Right. If you want to be on the Supreme Court. Cause that's, exactly. Because this country is stupid. Stupid. But, um, like, there's not of any, besides the guy who gets recruited at, the age of 18 to go work for Google. Right. Well, 20. Remember he got held, oh, held back 20 twice. to go work for Google, <laughs> uh-huh. which is like its own kind of version of, Oh, I'm going to an elite institution. Yeah. Um, there's not one person in the movie who's like not going to an Ivy league school. Right. And even, uh, Caitlin Dever, Amy, Caitlin Dever's character it's a big deal that she's taking a gap year, but yeah. they're very clear that she's still going to Columbia after the gap year. Right. No one in this movie is like, yeah, I'm going to like go to fucking, I don't know. SUNY Purchase? SUNY Purchase. Okay. <laughs> okay. But like. <laughs> if you but, go to SUNY. But I think it's like fun. kind of a harmful thing if. Kid, if, I hear what if you're kids saying. Kids are like obsessed with oh, I had to get into Yale, and it's like right. it doesn't super matter. You can go to the University of Arizona, or something. I think the University of Arizona is actually tough to get into, but but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I do know what you mean. Um, I also I, I hear what you're saying. I hear you. Okay, great. I hear you, and I see you. That is obviously not the point. The whole point of the plot is that like it doesn't work if somebody's like oh, I'm going to this dumb university. Well, I think, like, it would be interesting. I think it would work just as well if Caitlin Dever was like, yeah, I don't want to go to Columbia, and so I'm taking a year to go to Africa, and I might stay there for... I mean, you have one of your closest friends on the planet went to Vietnam for eight years or something, and that was really hard. Yeah. And it's not the same thing, obviously. It's not. <laughs> you're like, I don't know why you're bringing that up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like... Uh, can you please not? Well, um, no, it's not that. I'm just like, but she, I met her in college. <laughs> right. But like, I think it would work just as well if like, mm. I, even better actually, if like Amy was like, yeah, I, I'm not on your plan. Your plan is you're going to Yale and that's like important for you. And I mean, I disagree. I don't think that that, I don't, I don't think that that adds anything. Right, and it, and I'm it's saying, already enough because the whole again spoilers for Booksmart, but the whole thing is they have this fight. There's a fight scene, you know. I love a fight scene. Yeah. Um, because Amy hasn't told her that she's not just going to Africa for the summer; she's going for the whole year, and she's delaying or deferring her, you know, Columbia exception. Um, and I like that is the that is the I'm not following your plan. She's no, doing I, that. Already. I hear that that is, but that sounds like. Nothing to me, a almost 40 year old man who knows that like how long you go to college doesn't super like you can still move in together after college. Uh But like because I'm like, I think the focus and again, I said at the beginning this was stupid, (laughs) but I think that because the focus uh, for like a is on like going to elite colleges, I think is goofy Uh to have like no one in the movie who's like, oh, I think that's goofy that you're all like obsessed with going to Stanford and Yale and whatever is like, is unfortunate to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, No, 
I don't. Okay. I just don't. I don't really because I don't. I don't know what that adds because it doesn't because the again the entire point is that they partied. They they partied. They didn't follow the rules. They got into the same colleges that the people who followed the rules and got like that is the whole right. point of that plot point. A and then B. So you can't have Caitlyn be like, I'm not going. Well, what if she didn't get in? I mean, they they. they but she has to get in for the plot point to work. Is what I'm saying. Okay, but I I don't think so. I think if she, I think if she said to Molly, uh-huh. if Amy, who's Caitlin Dever, said to Molly, who's Beanie Feldstein, yeah, if she was like lying to her essentially, uh-huh. and being like, yeah, I'm going to like whatever, and then it like comes out later that she just didn't get in, which is also a thing that happens to people is that they work really hard for their entire high school career, right. have a plan, and. Like, then, oh, sorry, like, you didn't get into these schools that you pinned your entire hopes on because you're obsessed with going to an elite university. Right. Like, that's a thing that happens. Like, I think that would be even more effective than, like, I am taking a gap year. I'm still going to go to Columbia at the end of it. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I just, but I'm, so what I'm saying, I do know what you mean. I understand. Right. You don't have to explain it again to me. I get it. I'm saying I disagree. I think that's a different movie. That's a completely different plot point. It does not lend itself to the plot of two girls who didn't party so they could get into the elite schools and then find out that the people who party got in the same. It, it doesn't fit. Totally. It doesn't work. And... This the thing of the gap year, the whole point of that argument, the whole point of the like descent of their friendship for a moment is that Amy is saying, Amy, yes, Amy is saying, <laughs> you know, like you have dictated my entire life and I changed my course a little bit. Right. And, and I couldn't even tell you that as my best friend because you're so nuts. Right, 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 right. And I don't, I, it it doesn't work if she's not going to. Columbia? To a, to an Ivy League school. Like, it just doesn't work. All right. Agree to disagree, <laughs> I think, on that one, right? Weigh in. Let us know. Whose side are you on? <laughs> Whose side are you in on this, like, I couldn't even explain, really, if I had to, <laughs> what we're talking about. But weigh in. Weigh um, in, please. Um, great. Is it available? You can watch Booksmart on Hulu right now. Oh, shit. Go. It's so good. It's very good. Get on it. Uh, great. Hey, question for you. What's the question? What's the connection? Um, I thought this was going to be... Give me that sweet connection. I thought this was going to (laughs) be easier than it was. But if you think about it, I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing. If you think about it... Booksmart, and this is interesting about the movie, uh-huh. there's very few adults in it. Like, True. almost none. Yeah. Like, you don't ever see Molly's parents. No, you've got Sudeikis. mom or whoever it is. Like, you've um, got the principal, you've got Amy's parents. Right, who are Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte. And I guess technically the other, the like cool teacher, the but cool she's teacher. Suppo- her whole thing is that she's supposed to be like pretty close in age to the students. Right, so. exactly. So, and that's like it, pretty much. Um, so, not, so a lot of young talent. Yeah, and then connecting it to a movie from almost 30 years ago. From when they were born. <laughs> I'm going to say before a lot of them were born. Yeah. yeah. Um, was tough. Anyway, Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. So we had to go with her from Booksmart. One of the adults. She was in a movie called Americano, which I've never seen, and is a like co-production of 
the United States and Mexico. Uh-huh. And it's a CGI movie about a parrot. Um, and Lisa Kudrow was in this with Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin is in The Lion King. <laughs> he is. That's the connection. Wow. What? What? That's a, that's a, that's a great connection. There's also one where this guy, Jim Cummins, who's like a prolific Disney, I mean, voice actor, Disney and, and otherwise, mm-hmm. um, he's done a lot of like voices that, you know, and he was in, he's in the Lion King. Um, and then also as like a bunch of voices and then also was in one episode of friends as like a voiceover thing or something. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, Oh, maybe that's a connection. But anyway, I found this other weird CGI movie. Great. I love it. Perfect. Our next movie is The Lion King from 1994, <laughs> directed by Roger Allers and Rob Minkoff. IMDb summary is, Lion Prince Simba and his father are targeted by his bitter uncle, who wants to ascend to the throne himself. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Lion King. It's the, you know it. You know the you fucking know Lion it. King. You know it, yeah. Listen, it's, I mean, it's just, it's one of those, you know, golden age of Disney films. It's in that run that we talk about all the time of Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Aladdin. Yeah. You um, want to do the, the full order? What's the full order? Go for it. Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas. Hunchback. Well, Pocahontas gets into a. Once you get Pocahontas, you get you're in a different you're in a different era. I agree. Yeah. But I would say that what I'm gonna say is is like is a well never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I so I think like then Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Lion King are like, you, and and I don't think it's just that that's when we were. Nine no, and ten. I no, think that it's, those it's, four are right, like a it's, real thing. Yeah, it's wide. I think it's widely kind of known and accepted. Yeah, <laughs> that that. I mean, I, I I didn't make up Golden Age of Disney. I read that somewhere. Right. It is it is pretty widely accepted that for four years in a row, it was banger, 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 banger of Disney movies. Right. Um, and yeah, Lion King is 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 amongst them, and it's beautiful. I mean, again, you know the Lion King. It's Elton John music, right? It's <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan and Taylor Thomas. Uh, so yeah, Lion King for me, mm-hmm. I think I think it's like I found it impossible to think about this movie. Uh-huh. Um, I know, like from a like yeah, it's it's literally a movie I have memorized. You know what I mean? Right. Like I know all the I can quote all the lines to you. But I was like, oh, we'll watch it, and I'll like have things to, I'll notice things and I'll have things to say not really no it's a kids movie but like but it's just <laughs> I mean I think it has it it's just because I've seen it so many times we have kids we've watched it a bunch of times we've gone yeah. to Disney World we've like it's hard oh, to Festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom I love that show <laughs> it's very difficult to like take a step back and be like what's this movie again yeah you know what I mean yeah and I found it very difficult this time also yeah but <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, thinking about it, okay, when was the first time I saw it? Okay, I saw it when it came out in the theater, Mm -hmm. I think in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, because my mom took us to a conference with her. Oh, okay. And so my brother and I went to see it, like, while we were at the hotel all day or something, and there was a movie theater in the parking lot. Mm. Um, (laughs) So that's a weird memory I have, but then I think what's interesting, it was like, okay, I don't remember seeing Little Mermaid when I was a kid. I remember seeing Little Mermaid. I don't. I kind of remember watching Beauty and the Beast on tape, mm-hmm. 
But Aladdin was like, oh, like we went to the theater. It was huge. I had the soundtrack. I was obsessed. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's the boy one. Right. Uh, probably, yeah. And Little Mermaid the, is the girl one. Right. Exactly. Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> girl. Yeah. But then Lion King, also boy. Yeah, but, but boy, but like heartthrob. Right. And Lion King saw, loved, was obsessed with. Yeah. And then I'm thinking about it and it's like, well, by Pocahontas, I didn't really care about anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because I was only, what, like 11 when that came out? Or I guess 12. I was 11 when Lion King came out. Yeah. So even Lion King, I remember feeling like a little old for, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. Because I would, I mean, maybe it's just because I have kids now. I'm like, really? Like, they're going to be done with Disney movies yeah, soon? No, no. You know what I mean? Surely not. Um, um, but yeah, Lion King for me is like, it, it's interesting to think of it as like, oh, that's the end of this like quadrilogy of Disney's like super, super golden age in the 90s. Yeah. And also personally... It was probably, like, when I stopped really caring about Disney movies. Yeah. Just because of age. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, no, Is that I mean, interesting? I don't know. Uh, sure. No, it is. Um, I mean, you know, the, the other thing, too, is that, like, Lion King is still good. It's still great. Yeah. It holds up. Holds the fuck up. Uh, the music is iconic and great. Um, yeah, Circle of Life. Circle great. of Life. Listen, here's what I'll say, though. Y'all are sleeping on Be Prepared, okay? Yeah. No one talks about, when they talk about the great villain songs, no one talks there. Everyone's fucking Ursula, right? Right. No one talks about Be Prepared. And it is, like, one of my favorite villain songs. Yeah. Because it's, it's, oh my god, okay. <laughs> is it Jeremy Irons singing? It yes, is, right? It, it has to is. Be. It is. And he's not a singer. And there's it's all so this, good. there's all this stuff about how, like, he didn't want to do it. And then they convinced him to do it. And he, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's so good, and really, he's like speak singing, but it obviously it works, yeah. works really well. He's like, no, never mind. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna, he's like the hold steady, like he's kind of like, <laughs> like speak sings, you know, like it works, it works. Yeah. Yep. Great. <laughs> That's why I didn't say it. Um, my favorite part of the song. And what I feel like makes it so brilliant is that so it's Scar, if, 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 just in case there's a universe in which you, you don't know the Lion King, Scar is singing to his hyena henchman about how he's going to take over. He's going to take over the throne and how amazing it's going to be for both him and his henchmen. Um, and there's a, so the hyena are like marching in a po- potentially inappropriate way around the plural him. plural of hyena, hyena? Am I, I don't, I, maybe? No, yes. I'm fascinated by that. You said the hyena are, and I was like, oh, is that? I don't know. Is it? Is what? it not? No, no. I, I, I hope Give it, it is. Give it a goog. I need to know. I hope it is. Um, um, you're probably, I'm probably wrong. Is this no, another I, fucking, I, uh, the Terminator, Terminator situation? No, it says the plural of hyena mm-hmm. is hyena or hyenas or Hyena, <laughs> like A E. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um. Uh. I fucking love that. I fucking love the plural of hyena being hyena. Hyena. Yeah. Sorry, you're saying that's okay. Oh, it's lost all meaning that word now. Hyena. Um. So they're marching in a indicative but uh, not great way. Um. And Nazis. Nazis. Um. And uh, they're singing in the background. <laughs> 
they have this oh, line yeah. where I they sing. Realize this till, they're just singing. Just a few years ago. Um, so prepare for the coup of the century. Be prepared for the murkiest scam. Meticulous planning, tenacity spanning, decades of denial is simply why I'll be king, undisputed, respected, saluted. Yikes! And seen for the wonder I am. So scars going off, right? And Go the, off, king. the hyenas behind him are. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. It's so funny. I don't know why it's so funny to me. <laughs> They're going, we'll have food, lots, lots of, of food. food. We, we repeat, repeat endless, endless meat. meat. Yeah. And it's just so funny to me. I don't know. Maybe that's dumb. <laughs> but it dumb. literally cracks me up. And also, Jeremy Iron sounds amazing on this song. Don't sleep on Be Prepared. It's great, is it what is I'm great. saying. It is great. Is it your favorite <laughs> Disney villain song? No. What's that? Well, okay, listen. Uh, yeah, you just said the thing about Ursula. I know, but that is a great villain song. Yeah. But I think it's... Po- so here's the thing. Favorite villain song that I want to sing all the time that's like crowd favorite, like, this is well done, blah, 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 Ursula song. Yes. Right? Okay. Sleeper is Be Prepared. Okay. Deep Sleeper is Hellfire from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that song is, like, wild. Right. It's great. Yeah. Which um, people will remember we talked about on episode 73, Hunchback of Notre Dame. True. True that. came out on March 24th, 22. 22. True that. Perfect. Um, also. My uh, favorite villain song, I'm glad you asked. Oh, is, yep. <laughs> What's your favorite villain song? Is uh, I've Got Friends on the Other Side from The Princess and the Frog. Mm. Anyway, what were you saying? That's a great song. That's a great song. <laughs> By Keith David. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say the, you know, Mufasa dying still makes me weep. Yeah. Just like great. Simba running around. Dad, get up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, my God. Rough. That is rough that stuff. Is rough. And fucking Scar telling him it's his fault. Oh. Oh. Yeah, rough. Rough shit. Yeah, you got Timon and Pumbaa. I mean, this, this movie's great. This movie's great. What do you want me to say, man? It's um, great. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, just to spell it out a little bit, so speak speak on it. Speak on it. Um, It's like, you know, it's got that very uh, almost biblical, like almost, like almost Hamlet kind of plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of the, you know, king assassinated by his own brother. Yeah, I'm like... Usurped, I'm, thrown usurped. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is just Hamlet. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's our generation's Hamlet. You know, I'm, I'm always saying this. Um, <laughs> and then it's a 90s Disney movie, so you've got the comic relief yeah. of Timon and Pumbaa, Nathan and, Lane. And Zazu. And Zazu, but I was going to say Timon and Pumbaa, Nathan Lane, and Ernie Sabella. Ernie Sabella. Who fucking rules, dude. He does. He really does. so funny. <laughs> and... Nathan Lane's great. Nathan yeah. Lane's amazing, obviously. Yeah, I love Nathan but Lane. Ernie Sabella, king. <laughs> what a my, combo. He's my Lion King. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Rowan Atkinson, which, I mean, I was a kid who was fucking obsessed with Mr. Bean. Yeah, you were. I thought Mr. Bean was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, who is this man? <laughs> oh, my God. Just think, oh, my, I was, I loved Mr. Bean so much. <laughs> And uh, then to have him be in a Disney movie and, like, talking. Yeah. Mr. Bean is talking. Mr. Bean is talking. They should have put Mr. Bean talks on the poster. Like like they did when, like, talkies were invented. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so so that's great. 
The, it's it's it moves. I mean, the movie moves. Well, it's a kid's movie, right? So exactly. It's like, yeah. Right. It it does not. But you know, is the we never saw the live action one. Live action in quotes. I know it's not live action, but the Broadway show. Oh no, no, the, no, live, the movie the, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that came that um, with Beyonce. Yeah, with Beyonce. We Males. never we never watched it, but we I didn't. bet I'm gonna look it up right now. I bet. I'm going to bet that it's over two hours. Mm. <laughs> oh, one hour, 58 minutes. Oh. But that's, you know, that, yeah. like, that's what I'm saying is that, yeah. like, it just because it's a Lion King kids movie does not mean that it has to move. And they did a great job with it moving. It is a tight 88 minutes. <laughs> and love that. But it does, like, once, you know... I mean, once it gets into that, I feel like this is true of every Disney animated movie. Once it gets into that, like, third act kind of stuff, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. He's got to come yeah. back. He's got to defeat Scar. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's a king, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> I killed Mufasa. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, Jeremy Irons so good. Quotable as fuck, yeah. Um, okay. For a movie that we said we didn't have much to say about, we've been talking for so long. You done? But no, no, I'm just saying, like, it's just funny. Uh, great. It's just funny. It's just funny. Do you have more to say? Or are you good? Um, let's see. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I don't have more to say. It feels silly, but I also, like, had a real hard time figuring out what to say about the Lion King. I know. King. I know. It's like, weird. Hey, solid. solid. Solid movie. But it's like just it's in the DNA of your brain in such a way that it's like I don't know is this good mm-hmm. I don't know it's 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 different from talking about other movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's different it's like talking about like Star Wars or something it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah great I love it is great. it available of course it is yeah Disney Plus it's Disney great well here we are at a crossroads here we are okay so we have a screener of Booksmart we do which. Whatever. And, um... <laughs> Which, whatever. It's a two-disc set of The Lion King that we bought 20 years ago, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not a Blu-ray or anything like that. Oh, it's not a Blu-ray. No, it's just, like, D- DVD, like, you know. Right. It, before, it goes back in the vault. In the vault. No, yeah. He fucking got us with the fucking... I'm mad. <laughs> I'm so mad. Yeah, you should be mad about the vault. It just yeah. invented scarcity of a thing that yeah. now you can watch... At any, at any, right. it's a weird, but they could take it away at any point. But they could, and they that's will. literally how I feel about like. Well, I guess we're getting rid of Booksmart because one, it's a screener, and two, yeah, and we got rid like, of it already. Hint, hint. I'm just kidding. I was like, I was like, what? Hint, 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 what? hint. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, probably. But um, also, like, if you want to keep both, we could do a rule or make a donation or something. I don't feel that strongly about because it, it's readily available for streaming. Yeah, like I don't feel super strong. All right, strongly about keeping the screener. Yeah, it's not a smart. high quality thing. No, so all right, we can get rid of our screener of Booksmart. Yeah, listen, no offense, Booksmart, I love you. She does. She really does. But I think we're gonna get rid of you. Yeah. Also, so. I wish that the Lion King was not so obsessed with elite university placement. But <sighs> should we get back into this? Oh my god, I gotta go. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, well. Should we uh, pick our next matchup? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 618. 
618 is from 2006. In the Land of Women. Oh. <laughs> it, it took me a second to remember what that is. I don't think I've seen it, but it's Adam Brody, Adam right? Brody. Yeah. That, okay. I was going through a real Adam Brody phase for Who, a um, So was America. I mean... I could not tell you what that movie is about, besides the fact that it's like Adam Brody being like broody. Adam Brody. Adam Brody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got her. I'm mad. (laughs) I'm mad. Uh, (laughs) Folks, I got her. I can't believe you said that unintentionally. Oh, no. All right. That'll be weird. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Mm Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 173. 173? Why, that's from 1982. Good year. Blade Runner. I've never seen Blade Runner. Hmm. Interesting. Is it vampires? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Is it vampires? I love you. And I don't say that to be like, you're stupid. You don't know what Blade Runner's about. <laughs> I really but I, don't. But I just, that is such a funny. Is it not vampires? No, but like, you're right. It's Okay. De- okay. I'm going to tell you, it's not even close to vampires. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but you're so right in the, in, it's like. Is it Wesley Snipes? Oh my God. What? No. No, that's Blade. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I see what happened now. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Jesus. I'm an idiot. I'm the idiot. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought you were thinking of Blade Runner, but just like not sure it had vampire vibe, but you were just thinking of Blade. Blade is vampires and Wesley Snipes. You're so right. I love that. I love that for me. So what is Blade Runner? <laughs> Blade Runner is Harrison Ford. Oh, that's different. Immediately, yeah. immediately very different. It's from the 80s. It's directed by Ridley Scott. I don't want to spoil more than that. Okay, great. Ridley Scott, I think he made it after he made it Alien. Okay. Great. You are not going to find another podcast <laughs> where they talk about Blade Runner <laughs> versus In the Land of Women. You're definitely not. No one has ever talked about those two movies on a podcast No one has ever brought those two movies up in the same sentence before. In the same paragraph. In the same research paper. It's never happened. It's never happened. So get into it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Um, Great. Well, I can't wait to watch Adam Brody and uh, Not Vampires. Not Vampires. Not Vampires. (laughs) That'll be fun. Hey, y'all... Listen, thank you so much for listening, especially if you got this far. We're DVD Deathmatch in all the places. We got the Insta, we got the Twitter, we got the Gmail, we got the World Wide Web. And I hope that you have a best friend who tells you that you're pretty, um, even when you don't feel pretty. That's nice. Right? We didn't talk about that element of it, but I feel like. No, I said it. No, no, I know. But Caitlin Dever slaps her. No, no, I know. But what I was going to so say. So I did talk about it. You don't, you don't know what I was going to say. What were you going to say? We didn't talk about that element of it, but it was. I think that the. I think that you gravitate towards portrayals of like very 
intense, supportive female friendship uh-huh. in a way that is uh, nice. I do love that. Yeah. Oh, can I say one more thing about Booksmart, too? Please. Well, this'll, I did. This will be a weird thing. <laughs> the The other thing I observed watching this time, because, you know, something new every time, is that I was like, are these two characters just, like, the two sides of my personality? Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think they truly are. Yeah. I think they are, so. too. Fun. Watch Booksmart. <laughs> Great. Okay. Come back in two weeks and see who survives. DVD. Deathmatch. <laughs> and come back in one week and listen to a mini-sode that we haven't figured out what it's going to be yet. Yeah, it's not. It ends with D- DVD Deathmatch, bro. You can't put something... DVD Deathmatch is the end of the podcast. You can't put something after that. Goodbye. God damn it. Uh, you hate that. I do. I do hate that. Sorry. It's okay. I, I, I love affection. I just, <laughs> that specific thing. Um, it's just not my favorite. Uh, Way to receive um, affection. You know what I mean? Please but it is one of your favorite ways to show affection. <laughs> Please don't put this in. No, no, it's going in. And we're not going to tell them what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs>